Hello and welcome to ADHD Fest, the podcast all about adult ADHD with a little bit of self-development, a little bit of spirituality all thrown together so that we can work on our ADHD and live a better life. We're going to find our fire, find our flow together. I am your host, Tara Pratt, and this week is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to explain to you why, so bear with me. You might not be able to hear it in my voice because I'm so well practiced. I think we're on like our 54th episode now of the podcast, Um, but I've done that intro like a million times, so I know how to roll it out. Um, But I am unsure whether this episode is even going to go out. So if it is and you're listening, then bear with me. I am in burnout. It's not a full-blown burnout because obviously... I've been at that point before where I just can't get anything done. My brain won't focus. I cannot get myself to do anything. I'm in the bin. I'm physically tired. Usually I'll get ill. I'm run down. Um, So it's not that type of burnout. It's like, it's hard to describe. I'm just emotionally exhausted at the moment. And it's come from nowhere. Nothing has happened. And I feel like that's the most frustrating type. I promised myself I would do an episode today. I've been feeling like this over a week at this point. Like, you know, when you feel it start to come on, like you're feeling tired, you don't, you don't want to do anything. You just want to scroll and eat rubbish or watch movies. I've been feeling it coming on for over a week, but you try and deny it at first. You're like, no, 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 I'll be fine. I'm getting loads done. I don't want to slow down. And Luckily, I have already batched podcasts, so this is going to go out probably two weeks from now um, because it was half term, so I've already batched content ahead of time to cover me. So technically, I don't have to do a podcast today, and I could have said to myself, do you know what, I'm in bed, and probably it would be the healthier thing to do to just be like, let's take a rest in some way. But then I thought, no, this is an ADHD podcast, and why not just do something a bit different today? Why not try something out and just give you like a live blow by blow of my burnout, maybe what's led to it and maybe how it feels so that you can recognize burnout in yourself. But also I think it would help to give like a real live picture of my thoughts right now and what I'm doing at this stage, like two years into diagnosis, knowing that I do go through burnout what it looks like, like how I'm trying to get myself through it or out of it or just cope with it. It's going to be a bit more of a ramble because usually I plan out my podcasts. I don't script them. I make them up as I'm going along, but I have a rough story. So I have like 0.1, 0.2, 0.3, 0.4, and I know which order I'm going to go in. And today that is not the case. (laughs) It may end up that I heavily edit this because I'm rambling a bit too much. I'm saying too many filler words or ums. But let's see how we go. So let's start with when I first started feeling this, what I think's led to it. Now, it's my belief when you are ADHD, nothing has to lead to it. It could be that there's been something really stressful going on, or it could be that you've had stress for a long time, you know, just like a little bit of stress for a long time. And more often than not, When you've had stress for a long time, you're running on adrenaline, you feel good, you feel good, you're fighting, you're fighting. And then as soon as there's a bit of peace and quiet, that is when the burnout hits because your body relaxes and you're like, oh, finally, 
I can relax and I can do the things I want to do. I don't have to be in survival mode. And then suddenly you're hit by burnout and you can't do those things that you wanted to do because you're too physically drained. There isn't one type of burnout. Neurotypicals can get burnout, but we are three times more likely to burn out as neurodivergent people. There isn't one type of burnout. There's actually seven types of rest that you need and seven types of burnout that I know of. I'm just going to say again, I put this disclaimer every week in my show notes, but I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not an expert. I'm just someone with ADHD that's been diagnosed for two years now and has done some heavy, heavy research into it. And also I've had the time to have a lot of trial and error with the techniques that are offered for ADHD. I've had therapy and I'm on medication. So this is just me offering my point of view and showing you what might help you too if you're a few steps behind. So yeah, there's seven different types. There's physical exhaustion, there's emotional exhaustion, there's creative burnout, there is spiritual burnout. Um, I can't think of them all right now because I'm burnt out. (laughs) I created one of my downloads, one of my printables to help with this. It's called the Burnout Bible and I put the link every week down below. It's a workbook that the first half you fill in when you're not burnt out and the second half is to help you when you are burnt out and you haven't got the energy to fill anything in. And it's really good and I have been using it. I've been filming myself using it the last couple of days. Um, But I'm thinking of actually turning it into a video course instead because I've realised it's easy enough for me because I created it and I've already got it printed out so I can use it whenever and I find it very easy. But if you are in burnout, to actually physically purchase something, download the file, print it, or if you haven't got a printer, get a friend to print it. Or it's easier if you've got like an iPad or a tablet because you can just use it on there. But I've realized it's not absolutely accessible to everyone. So I might be making it into a different format. But in that, I go into these seven different types. And what can lead to them as I say, is like crisis, a one-off stressful situation, or it can be prolonged stress. Or in my case currently, from what I can see, nothing has led to it. I haven't been stressed. I haven't been, there's been no big crisis. There's been no prolonged stress. I mean, life is stressful. When you have ADHD or you're any type of neurodivergent, life just everyday things can be stressful. It's been described as like chronic overwhelm, but I haven't been feeling like that particularly in January. I've been seeing a lot of people online saying, oh, I'm so tired and I haven't started on my goals and I feel rubbish. I had a fantastic January. It was so good. I think you've heard it probably in the episodes in the podcast. I've just been in a great mood. I've been getting so much done and I've really been achieving a lot, particularly within my career, which I've struggled with in the past. So it's been a great time for me in January. And then for one, Theo was ill just before half term. So he was off pretty much a week, which threw me completely out of schedule and all the coping strategies that I put in place kind of went out the window. But when he was ill, we were just in bed together watching Disney movies. And I realized I really needed this. I I felt like I really needed this rest and needed to just switch off and watch Disney movies for a bit. And I thought, okay, that's fine. He's not well. I'm just going to focus on him. 
but he was not well for pretty much the whole week, which threw me completely off schedule. I didn't get done anything that I wanted to do. Then it was half term and he was still ill. He wasn't really, really ill. We went to the cinema together. We did little things, but he was very tired. I assume he's had COVID, but if you don't know, in the UK at the moment, there's just no guidelines around COVID. We don't even test for it anymore. So I don't know whether he did, but I'm assuming he did just because he was so tired afterwards for like the whole week of half term. So we were off together again. And then my I have a virtual assistant that helps me out and she's also had her exams in uni at the moment. So she hasn't been able to help me. So I haven't been accountable to her. But also, I just feel like this overwhelming tiredness and I can't explain to you. It's not physical tiredness. I'm tired all day. I can't get done. Hardly anything's like moving through treacle. And then it comes to like seven o'clock, eight o'clock and I suddenly feel okay again. And I'm like, oh my God, I can actually do things. I've got energy. And, but then I start to do the things and it gets to like midnight and I'm like, oh, I promised myself I'd go to bed early, but I feel so much better now and I've wasted the whole day. I need to get things done. The cycle just repeats because I go to bed late and then I wake up feeling horrendous the next day again. So I think it's just been maybe positive stress because I've been working so hard on the business. And when I say so hard, I don't mean like it's been hard work. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I have loved every minute. It hasn't felt like work at all. But I did do a solid, I'd say six weeks. And it makes sense that after working for that long consistently, I'm feeling run down. I think fighting it hasn't helped. I think it's really good because I've had these coping strategies in place because I know about the burnout Bible. I mean, I have to be very grateful because back in the day when I would burn out, I would have to go to bed. I couldn't speak to anyone. I didn't want to do anything at all. I couldn't get anything done. This burnout at the moment, I'm getting the basics done which I'm really happy about, but I feel sad. There's a really underlying feeling of sadness that I just keep trying to push away, but it just keeps creeping up on me where I can feel it bubbling, this sadness, and I just feel like I want to cry. But there's nothing to be sad about. There's literally nothing to be sad about. Like my life is so good at the moment. And I keep telling myself, like people have it so much worse than you. All the things that are going on in the world at the moment. Don't be so spoiled complaining. Like you've got a great life. And then there's the guilt because my husband works very hard and he is great. I mean, he's a man, so he does the typical man things that annoy us all. But as a husband, as a dad, he is great and he makes the dinner for us pretty much five nights a week. He, he really does pull his weight. And then so when I'm burnt out, when I feel like I'm not productive, I'm not getting anything done, I feel massive guilt, like a massive wave of guilt. I feel like I should feel so grateful, I should feel so lucky that I can choose today whether to record a podcast or whether to just go to bed and watch TV. But I don't feel grateful. I feel sad. I feel upset because I don't want to go to bed and watch TV. I want to work, but I can't work. I mean, I'm saying this as I'm recording a podcast, but this is not the professional episode that I like to put out. And also, I don't like to bump you guys out. I really pride myself on ADHD Fest being uplifting. We are realistic. We're not positive. We're not toxic positivity. We look at it realistically. And then from there, we think, okay, this is what is. I accept it. It's crap. 
But looking at it from this perspective, seeing exactly where I am, what can I do to make my life better? And that is what I pride ADHD Fest on being. So I don't want this episode to be a pity party for me or negative or bring you down. It's just meant to explain to you more in depth how I'm feeling, the frustrations I have, and then how I'm trying to work through it. And even just speaking to you now, it's like a therapy session. (laughs) Even just speaking to you now, I'm starting to think, okay, that is what ADHD Fest is set upon, on accepting what is. So I need to accept that I have ADHD and burnout is a part of it. And I do feel guilty about it. I feel guilty that my husband has to pull more weight than me at the moment. There's times though, if I'm honest and I take a step back, there are times when I pull more weight than he does. And that's what marriage is all about, right? Give and take. And he doesn't complain. I have ADHD and it's not that I don't want to help. I really do want to help and that's what's making me sad. So I'm not a horrible person because I'm not helping and I'm just taking advantage of him. I have a disability, I'm neurodivergent, I have ADHD and as part of that comes burnout. And no one would choose that on purpose. So why am I blaming myself? Why am I blaming myself for feelings that I can't control? For running out of energy when it's a well-known side effect of ADHD. The way I've been trying to get myself out of it is from using my burnout Bible, I worked out that I am in creative burnout, which makes sense because before I would often get into physical burnout. So I would just be so tired, physical and emotional, because we have been through some very, very stressful times in the last 10 years. I don't really go into them on the podcast, but I have had some big personal matters go on in the last 10 years and I've been emotionally burnt out by them and physically burnt out and luckily I mean that's a very horrible place to be in and if that's you at the moment I just want to give you a boost of saying it's temporary and I do tell myself that as well when I'm in burnout I always know it is temporary it doesn't matter how bad it looks today tomorrow's a new day things can change in an instant in a second things can change So it is temporary and if you're in them horrible spaces at the moment, I want to give you some encouragement and tell you it won't last. But I am currently in creative burnout, which feels very different. It's not that I can't talk to people that I'm tired. I mean, I really don't want to go out and I am tired, but it's not debilitating. If you can see the subtle difference there. But yeah, through working through my burnout Bible, I worked out I am in creative burnout, which means... I'm overwhelmed by my to-do list. I just want to have fun. I just want to do fun things. I want to forget work. I want to forget the to-do list. I want to forget the housework. I just need some fun. I need some escape. I even feel guilty saying that because work is so fun. (laughs) I love my job. Um, I've got a lovely house that I can keep clean. But for some reason or another, I just don't want to do it at the moment. And the recommendations for that from the Burnout Bible are things like get outside, get into nature. So yesterday I went for a big walk with Pete and it was lovely and it absolutely energized me. It was just at lunchtime. We went for a nice walk together. So yeah, get outside, get into nature. And then other recommendations are have a dance party, which I tried. I think this works 
on a few levels. One, a dance party just like gets you into a different state. Moving your body will always get you into a different state. When we feel this low and we feel burnout, we want to stay still. But just moving your body in any way possible shakes you up and puts you in a different state. But also on the flip side, if you've heard anything about somatic healing, it's getting those feelings out of your body. Somatic healing is just like if you feel shaky, physically shake your body and it's going to help you work through that anxiety, through that feeling. So moving your body also releases those trapped emotions. Dance party, that definitely helped. The other suggestions were like a creative class, like art or a creative hobby. Or if you're feeling tired, you can cheat them through like watching interesting things like a documentary or something. You want to try and stay away from scrolling. You want to try and stay away from binge eating if you can. Obviously, if you're really in the bin and that's the only way you can cope, you do you. You've got to do it whatever way you can just to get through it because it is temporary and then we can make healthier choices. But if you can, try and avoid those. What I chose as my creative class, and I was too tired after my dance party and my walk, um, was yoga, which might not sound like a creative class to you, but to me, it's like really expressive. But when I looked online, one came up called Yoga Nidra, which I haven't done in forever. I love Yoga Nidra. It's basically like yogic sleep. It's like a meditation, but not. It like works on your shaktis, it works on your karma, but also there's like scientific basis to it. It's like a nervous system reset. So I just did like a half an hour yoga nidra yesterday. And the first 10 minutes I was like, this isn't working. I feel really tense. I feel really rubbish. I still feel burnt out. And then after 10 minutes, I don't know what happened, but I just relaxed and all my muscles started to release. After 30 minutes, I really was completely energized. So today... I've woken up feeling a bit better than yesterday, but as I said at the beginning, I'm still burnt out. This is not going to fix you overnight. You just got to consistently keep doing these healthier things, these healthier choices, and it's going to stop you from ending up in full-blown burnout. You're just giving yourself these little reprieves. We we haven't got time to all send ourselves off to a spa for a week when we burn out. That That's just not life. It's not realistic. But it's these small acts that we can do. If you're working a nine to five, just try your best to go for a walk before or after work or in your lunch. Maybe do a yoga nidra just before bed. Maybe do a dance party as soon as you wake up in the morning to get those juices flowing. And it's by consistently just trying these 10 minute, 20 minute, 30 minute techniques that it's going to pull you out of it. So I'm hoping to give you an update on this. Obviously, I'm not out of burnout, I'm in the middle of it. So I can't give you today, oh, this has worked. But I can tell you from the past, I know it works. And that makes it easier. It builds trust in yourself because if you just try, you might think right now, none of that's going to work. I feel terrible. It's just not going to work for me. But you don't know until you try. And if you consistently try and it doesn't work, then fine. It doesn't work. Let's find something different for you. But I honestly think I'm absolutely confident that if you try these things consistently you'll be shocked you'll be surprised how they work I mean I wrote the burnout bible and in my mindset right now I'm thinking this just isn't going to work I'm so tired I just want to go to bed I just want to scroll I just want to eat rubbish it's just not going to work but then my logical brain kicks in and goes but it's worked before Tara you know 
It's worked before. This is just your brain tricking you because you're in burnout. This is just the anxiety creeping in. It's not true. Just because we think it doesn't make it true. So although I feel like it's not going to work, it's a waste of time, why am I making myself do it? I'm forcing myself through these little rituals anyway because they have worked in the past and it's built trust within myself that I know if I'm logical about it, I know it has worked, so why wouldn't it work this time? And every time it works, it just builds that confidence, it builds that trust in yourself that we can work our way out of this. I hope that hasn't got you down too much. Do send me questions if you want about burnout. I am an open book, as you can hear. Hopefully this time next week, we'll be back to our sunny, fun, not toxic positivity, but realistic positivity selves. Check out the links down below. The Burnout Bible is down there. If you're interested in me turning it into a video course, let me know and I'll put that together for you when I'm feeling a bit better and a bit more myself reach out if you're feeling low if you're feeling burnt out please do reach out if not to me then to someone in your life someone that you know I urge you to tell someone who sees you in your everyday life don't reach out to the person that you can run away from the next day like tell someone honestly don't scare them just tell them honestly like this is how I feel I know it's temporary but I need support at the moment and they're not going to save you it's no one's job to save you It's your job to save yourself. But just someone knowing is going to make you feel relieved. Being honest with someone close to you that you trust is going to make you feel relieved. And it's going to give you some understanding. You're not going to have to feel as guilty or explain yourself as much. Just tell someone, reach out to them. And if you can't tell them, tell me. But at the end of the day, it's up to you. It's up to me to sort this burnout out. And it's up to you to sort yours out. And we can do it. We really can. I promise you, you can. And I'll see you next week. Lots of love.